0: It is Monday, October 24th. This is the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. Before we start, I just want to remind everyone to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and make sure to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It was certainly a fun week eight of the college football season, but one change at quarterback really stands out from the rest of the storylines, and that was Dabo Sweeney benching DJ Uyangalele for freshman Cade Klubnick in Clemson's win on Saturday over Syracuse. So joining me to discuss the move and the Tigers moving forward is Anna Adams of 247 Sports, Clemson247.com. Anna, how are you doing? Thanks so much for joining me. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, good. Thanks for having me.
0: So Anna, before we get to Dabo Sweeney's decision and what it means for Clemson moving forward, DJ against Syracuse seemed to have reverted back to what he was in 2021, right? For most of this current season, the improvement was there, but against the orange, he, he threw two picks. He had a fumble in the red zone that resulted in a Syracuse touchdown. Why do you think the turnover free DJ that we saw in 2022 so far sort of disappeared against Syracuse and the turnover prone DJ of 2021 reappeared this past Saturday?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I have a particular reason why it happened. I don't even think DJ could necessarily tell you that or even Streeter, the offensive coordinator. One thing I think that seemed pretty obvious in watching him was just how hesitant he got. And I don't know if that was necessarily out of the gate or after he threw the first pick that he was late on. It just kind of spiraled from there. But he was hesitant on reads and throws, um, underthrew some balls as a result. And I thought maybe it was because Syracuse likes to to mix coverage, zone and man, like to disguise stuff on the back end coming in, and Davos said he really needed to confirm post-snap what he thought it was pre-snap. But after the game, Streeter said, no, that really wasn't it. Syracuse played a lot more base coverage than we'd seen a lot of too high and DJ just made some bad decisions. Streeter said during the game he could he was just trying to reiterate to him stay in attack mode stay in attack mode don't need to hesitate just trust your offensive line trust the receivers to make plays and he said you know DJ just looked a little more timid so I don't know if there's a particular reason why but yeah just had one of those off games. And look
0: ultimately because of DJ's poor play Kate Klubnick comes in. He didn't really light the world on fire with his play rate, only went two for four for 19 yards, had 15 yards rushing on six carries. But just what were your impressions of the young quarterback and what was really his first non-garbage time action so far at Clemson?
1: Yeah, I think Davo would have had, uh, would have a, a little bit more of a situation on his hands, at least in dealing with the media and fans, that Kate come in and just really lit it on fire. But you're right, he didn't. The run game was working for Clemson, so he really wasn't asked to throw that much. Maybe if he had been asked to throw more, we would have seen more good and or bad. But he had a really nice two-point conversion where he scrambled and rolled out and found and got on target in the back of the, the end zone that put Clemson ahead by three. I mean, arguably, though, his two best play calls or two best plays were when he drew flags at a PI and a shot to the end zone and then on third and 25 he was smart instead of throwing it away he tried to tuck it and run even though he, he knew he wouldn't get 25 yards try to make something happen um and got a personal foul hit out of bounds so that moved the change for Clemson and that was actually the, ended up being the score on that drive that put Clemson ahead so he definitely bought a spark brought some energy just maybe just something different for the offense um yesterday but I just think you also saw some instances where he wasn't ready third and five he almost threw a He fumbled the ball. But for the lucky bounce, he got it back. That kind of went under the radar just because he didn't end up actually losing it. So there's definitely some areas where you look at his play yesterday and you're like, yeah, he's not ready to kind of lead this team full time going forward. But he did enough to where you're thinking that if this happens again and DJ has another lapse going forward. You wouldn't be totally, totally um, scared to put the freshman in the game.
0: Yeah, and I think Dabo Sweeney sort of agreed with what you said. You know, he came out and after the game said that DJ is our starter (laughs) and our leader. He said, ain't nothing changed there. So again, Dabo basically putting an end to any quarterback controversy as Clemson gets ready for their bye week before going to Notre Dame on November 5th. You obviously saw the play of both quarterbacks and and you've now seen DJ for for the last few years, uh, club Nick for now a half season. But did the move by Dabo to right away squash a quarterback controversy? Did that surprise you at all? Did it surprise you that Dabo isn't even, especially with the bye coming up, isn't even giving Kate a chance to compete for potentially the starting job with DJ? Did that surprise you at all that, that Sweeney made that move right away?
1: No, not at all. I mean, look at what DJ's done in seven games. He's played really well. He had one one off game. I mean, it goes if he plays like he did yesterday going forward. then yeah, I think you got to figure out maybe potentially a different option. But based on Cade not being ready and based on how DJ is just the unquestioned leader of this team, guys love him and what he's done in seven games which is play really well for the most part. I don't see how one performance you are you're automatically saying all right we're you know going into this bye week this open date to kind of figure out what we're going to do at quarterback. Now DJ does has to does have to play better and he knows that. And Streeter said yesterday, you know, the main thing is yeah, look at what you did wrong, maybe figure out why you played the way you did, but flush it, forget about it, come back and bounce back and not dwell on it because DJ, what happened last year, I think he lost a ton of confidence. And so I think the last thing you want now is to inject any sort of that, any sort of hesitation into him this year and have a maybe a repeat of what happened last year when he lost that confidence and Streeter said that after the game he said he's he has a lot of confidence we just got to make sure he keeps it and doesn't waver at all so I think the way Dabo just puts an end to the controversy is one one of those reasons was just saying hey no DJ's our guy so DJ knows that he's the guy going forward and, and even Cade said after the game that he knows that this is DJ's team and he said you know in two weeks you'll get a chance to have a get right game um, and kind of do some of the things that you wanted to do that you weren't able to do today. Today.
0: Can you kind of take us into the mind of of the fan base regarding this move? Is there a portion of them that that want to see more Cade that maybe want to see less DJ? What's, I guess, been the feedback and the opinions regarding the in-game change at quarterback and, and just the play uh, of DJ Uyangalele and of Cade Club Nick overall?
1: Yeah, I think after the first game, maybe you saw people clamoring for K to get more opportunity um, when he led that touchdown drive against Georgia Tech. But then from since then, DJ has totally proven that he's the guy. And I think the fan base has been really pleased with how he's played. I mean, I don't know how you can't be, you know, so... I think after yesterday, like I said, if Cade had come in and just totally lit it up, then maybe I definitely think we would have seen more fans jumping on at least a quarterback battle, if not a quarterback change. But um, with what Cade showed yesterday... I just don't, I I haven't seen much. um, Maybe it's out there somewhere, but I just haven't seen much people saying, yeah, DJ needs to be benched for good. Do you think moving forward now
0: that he's seen meaningful game action, do you think there is a role for Cade Klumnik in this offense moving forward this season specifically? Or or do you think he'll just go back to being someone resigned to the bench uh, that you'll really only see in garbage time? Or if uh, the situation warrants it with DJ, maybe not playing well moving forward?
1: I mean, yeah. The only real scenario I see him getting a lot of snaps is if DJ just doesn't play well. It's not going to be a situation where they have a dual, <coughs> dual quarterback system or certain packages for him. I mean, I will say against Boston College a couple of weeks ago, Clemson was ahead but not fully game in, in hand yet, and they brought Clubneck in for a series before bringing DJ back in, and, and Dabo said that it was because they wanted to run some true wildcat stuff. but he said, you know, maybe we'll get more of that going forward. So I thought that was kind of interesting, but we haven't seen that since. So maybe. Maybe there's a situation that we see club net come in for a series, but I don't know. I I would be surprised if, uh, if there's a real legit role for him in this offense, unless like I said, DJ, DJ uh, has another repeat of yesterday.
0: So right now I'll get you out of here on this one. How long, or I guess maybe even how short now do you think the leash is moving forward on DJ Uyangale? You know, what has to happen going ahead for (coughs) Dabo Sweeney to decide to repeat this and make the move at quarterback, whether it's in game or whether it's, you know, prior to a game in the week, uh, leading up to it
1: yeah i mean like i said unless he has a performance like yesterday it's dj's team it's dj's job and i get i get more outsiders maybe are clamoring for this to be a controversy but it's really not and like i said unless dj doesn't play well again, and Notre Dame is going to be a tough test. They got I mean, I know Notre Dame hasn't had the season that they wanted to have, but they've got a good defense and, you know, they're not just going to lay over and scalp in for Clemson. They've got nothing to lose at this point. This is kind of their season, the Clemson game in two weeks. So it's interesting because this is the game that DJ played so well in his freshman year when Trevor Lawrence was out with COVID. And that was kind of the game that, that made everyone have such high expectations for him his sophomore year. So he is going back to a place where he's played well. So um, maybe that bodes well for him. And I, I also wonder if if Clemson and DJ would rather have a game next weekend just to kind of get back on the field, you know, and now he's going to think about it for two weeks. So how they handle that mentally, it remains to be seen. But yeah, I I think uh, the run game, too, if Clemson can rely on the run game, maybe settle him down and DJ's legs as well. That could help too. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that November 5th date in South Bend.
0: Well, look, no quarterback controversy moving forward. Dabo Sweeney said that, but certainly something to to watch for and something to monitor and and see how DJ Uyangalole plays moving forward. Anna Adams of Clemson247.com. Anna, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate the time. Thanks, Lance. So remember to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So for Anna Adams, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks so much for listening to the College Football Daily.